Gladness not based on circumstances. Attaining it isn't always easy, but we can learn from each other and be inspired by some unexpected people, places, or experiences. Appreciate where we are and thrive in the moment. This is the necessity of joy, and I am Ayana Curtin-Hines. Welcome to another episode of The Necessity of Joy, folks. And I am here with my good, good friend, Michaela Francis. Michaela and I used to work at the same place and we connected really, really well. Um, we are, we, I realize that we have a lot in common in spite of our many differences. And that, I think, helped to bring us together. And we still maintain the connection even though we've taken different paths as far as our careers and today guys we're going to be talking about how to raise joyful children so i am a mother of two as i have probably said in a couple of episodes back i have a boy who is 13 years old Saleh, and my daughter imara is 10 and michaela is the mother of a beautiful daughter her name is skyla and she is michaela how old eight years old awesome so welcome again, and we're going to get right into it. Thank Tell me. you. Thank you for having me, Ayana. You are welcome, honey. All right, Michaela, let's get right into it. What makes you happy? What brings you joy? So I actually wanted us to begin with uh, uh, joy, right? So from where I sit, my understanding of happiness and joy is actually quite different, right? So for me, uh, happiness is something that is... Uh, a little more happiness is outward, right? You experience happiness by things that you experience in the world, by things um, around you, by circumstances. But joy, joy goes a little deeper, right? Yes. Joy is kind of within, yes. right? So for me, I know that uh, um, you have to be very connected with self and that spiritual place. And on the inside is where joy really comes from. And so... It's really two different things. And I know we're going to be talking about raising joyful children. Correct. So that's a really big topic of discussion there, you know. Yeah, man. Because we're, we're talking about children that we want to guide to go within. Yes. And find it within themselves. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. So so my next question to you. Um, so we talked about definitely defining joy and the difference between joy and happiness. Your, your life as a child, you coming up. What was the environment like in your home? Was there like a, a a perception in your mind about maybe happiness or joy and what would contribute to that? Did that ever cross your mind as a child? Do you have any memories about joyful times? You know, uh, as a child, I really enjoyed spending time with my, my cousins, my older cousins. I had a lot of siblings. I have uh, four siblings. I am the el- I'm the second eldest. But I feel like I was the oldest and I had the responsibility of caring for for the younger ones. Right. So uh, I am, I believe, five years older than my sister who follows me, Jodie. So I always felt like I was in charge. I was like the second mother always at home. 
But for me, when I would get together with my older cousins, who were also like my sister cousins, it was very, it was good times, happy times, dressing up, spending time together, sleeping over, polishing nails. Like those things really filled me up. I always looked up to them. Um, I really enjoyed relationships were very important to me for a, from a young age. Yeah. Uh, and I had a lot of close friends and just spending time with people that I love. That was always very important to me. It always filled up my tank um, from a very early age. So did these very fond memories of your childhood drive you or encourage you to try and do the same for your daughter? Oh, absolutely. So one of the things I remember is always wanting to be a mom. I always saw myself as a wife, married with children, um, and I always started thinking about how I would show up as a parent from as young as I can remember, right? Oh. From as a teenager um, into my early 20s, I had an idea of what I would be like as a wife, as a mother. Um, I, I always envisioned like experiences that I'd have with my child way before I, I had Skylar. So, and, and to be very honest, Ayana, something just came to my mind, right? So, uh, Skylar, she's eight years old. She's an only child. And also her dad and I are no longer together. So we have what we call, the three of us call it a different kind of family. But we try our very best to lead with love, right? Mm -hmm. So Skyla has a lot of cousins. Um, and there were times when she was very young, three years old, she would, she would have these, you know, uncomfortable situations. She doesn't know how to manage her, her big feelings, her big emotions, we used to call it. And, you know, children, they're thrown or they're not getting their way or mm -hmm. sometimes just in a funk, like in a bad mood, in a right. state mood, like they have the same experiences with their feelings and their emotions that we do. And when she was in kindergarten and um, whenever she would be upset or miserable or just not feeling herself, I would tell her to turn that frown upside down. Mm -hmm. I read somewhere, I can't remember where, that said, if you put your face in a smiling position, you, 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 you suddenly so start, I. <laughs> you I start, you start, you start feeling happy. Yeah. And so she, every time she would be frowning and I'd say that to her, turn that frown, we'd start singing, turn mm -hmm. that frown. Like if her other cousins were around and she was frowning, we would all go up and we'd be like, turn that frown upside down. Mm -hmm. She would, she would start with a very stiff, fake mm -hmm. smile. And then eventually she would burst out into laughter. Yes. Right. And I noticed um, from that moment that I have to help her to understand it's okay to have those feelings. It's okay to have these big emotions. It's okay to feel a little out of it. Um, but you have to be able to recognize that feeling, um, allow it to come and allow it to go. And you have to be responsible for turning the situation around yeah. and looking for the thing to be happy about in every situation. So now, now she's eight, um, for the last two years, I believe, we have a thing that we do every morning on the way to school. Well, this is um, pre-COVID, of course. Yeah. But every morning we get in the car and sometimes we, we say a prayer first. Yeah. And then we say, okay, what are three things that we are thanking God for? What are three things that we're really grateful for right. this morning? Right? And mm -hmm. so I, I force her to, to sometimes think a little deeper. You don't have to think big. 
right? And so that little activity gets her ready, gets her revved up, gets her mind going and creates the mood and the tone for the day. Because let me tell you something, Skylar is not a morning person and she moves at a completely different pace than I do. I move very fast. I am very organized. And in the morning, her and I, um, when we're getting ready to go, it can be so challenging for me because she's moving slowly. She is not operating at the pace that I want her to, but I can't allow that to create the mood or let right. me get a little, you know, angsty and yeah. frustrated with her because I, I, I had a tendency at some point to be like, you need to do this. Come on, let's yeah. go, let's go, let's go. And I felt like I was creating, um, Almost anxiety yeah, in that moment. Like, that is not the energy to start the day. Mm-hmm. And so I had to say to myself, Michaela, come on, like, she is Skylar. She's her own um, individual and she is not able to operate at your pace. Mm-hmm. And both of you have to figure out how compromise, to make that work. Compromise. But it's hard, Ayanna. Yeah, money's hard. So I, we go through that and then when we get in the car. I'm like, that's what we do. And so it's become a thing for us now. And it really does set the tone for the mm-hmm. day. And it and helps it me. The mood too. It really helps me. Um, so much so that when I drop her off and then I'm driving to work, I start to think about if I'm having a stink day, or mm-hmm. I'm about to tackle something major at the office as I'm walk, as I get out of the car and I'm walking there, I'm thinking about what am I absolutely grateful about, um, in this situation, with this project mm-hmm. I'm managing mm-hmm. or with this team that I'm working with today. And it really resets my mind. Yes. So it's so, so important. It's so, it's such a little thing to do, but it is so impactful. Yeah, you absolutely. know? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's pretty awesome Um, that, you know, you're very intentional about mm-hmm. how you are making Skylar understand that she has to be in control. She's that pilot, you know, yes. I always yes. tell my children, you are the architects of the environment and the life and Absolutely. even the choices and the results that you gain too, you know, because we we know that in order to pre- prepare and to be sorry in order to be successful at something you have to prepare Absolutely. so when we get test results that we don't like and they're lower than we think we could have delivered i would look at them quite frankly and say did you give this year all though did you do you can you honestly say that you read enough yeah. that you paid attention yes. enough or you took the time to just review the work or, you know, do some revision. No, then this is the lesson. The lesson is you have to do these things in order to succeed. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny you touched on that because one of the big things for us is her dad and I are very big on um one, teaching her to be in control of her emotions. So we're very, we are now navigating the whole experience allowing yourself to experience the emotion right um go through it uh make sure you understand what you're feeling and how you respond to it but also uh being in control of it and not letting it steer you down a path that you don't want to go right so that's one and two we we try to teach her or we not try we teach her that you have to give it your best. And once you give it your best, then that's it. So it doesn't matter the outcome. It doesn't matter the grade. Skylar is very competitive and I can imagine Mm -hmm. that you probably experienced that same thing, right? She has to win. Um, She has to get the best score. You know, she's the best at everything. But it's really important for you to understand that, hey, win or lose, if you gave it your best, that's good enough for us. You know, dad and I are happy 
with you once you have given it your best, right? But you have children. You have, have to try. You have to try hard. You have to give it your best shot. You have to keep. And when you fall down, you have to keep going. Yeah, and don't let a bad experience or a low grade define you. Absolutely that's not. that's not who you Absolutely are. Absolutely not. So we try to focus on praising effort, mm-hmm. right? And not Me too. outcome. I certainly praise the effort as well. Exactly. Um, so that is something. And it's a work in progress. It is daily because I tell you just... I'm telling you this um, because I, it makes me recall just the other day I saw Saleh's report and my son is a very smart child. He is wiser than I was at his age. Mm-hmm. He's taught me so much in his little short time on earth. I mean, some subjects that him exposed me to yeah. some things. I'm just like, wow, Saleh, you are just so smart and gifted, you know? Yeah. And I, and I always, maybe people might say we boot, in Jamaican parlance, we boot him up, up, you know? So <laughs> be a boot scene we upon. But his dad is really the person who I think sets that example about mm. confidence in self yes. and always reminding him that he is great and he has a lot to offer in this world. Yes. And I certainly believe it, but I know for sure that the foundation has been set by Castle mm-hmm. in terms of giving him that always giving him that strength, you know, mm-hmm. to let him believe that, yeah, okay, you might not like me, but I like me. Oh, yes. And I'm good at this and I'm going to try. And I'm, and even if I, if I, do, if it doesn't work out, we can try again. Why? Yes. Because I'm the support of my parents oh. and them have my back and no matter what. But I wanted to ask you a question when you were talking about, um, Skylar and starting the day mm-hmm. and, you know, making her, Really, I, you're a fantastic mother. Thank you, Ayana. I mean, I like, learned a lot from you as well, by the way. I can tell you though <laughs> like that really, really. that it's been, it's just been a, such a such an absolute pleasure getting to know you, you know, and cultivating Aww. a friendship with you. But um, what would you ultimately want for Skylar? I want her to know. This is something that her dad, Stefan, and I really teach her. Um, we want her to always have confidence in herself. We want her to believe and live every day, knowing that everything she needs to succeed lies within her, right? That she has that strength, she has that power. There are things that we talk about, that we read about. You are fearfully and wonderfully made as you are on your worst day, no matter the flaw, no matter how somebody else may perceive you. That's very big, um, in our home and in our discussions. And and in addition to that, I just want her to not... One of the big things that I think about is her not comparing herself to anyone, mm, right? Yes. So, Stefan and I, um, we obviously, uh, we co-parent, right? I, we're, we, we're like partners in this thing. We have a lot of help from his mom. I mean, she's an amazing grandmother. She goes above and beyond. I mean, I, I, there are no words to describe her. Yeah. Right? She She is, I would say, the third parent in this situation. And we talked to Skylar about a different kind of family, right? Mm-hmm. So in her world um, and in her environment, there aren't that many unique um, or different kinds of families like ours, yeah, right? So she spends time at both homes. We live very close by. Mm-hmm. We live near to each other. And we've designed it that way so that we can make it as seamless for her, right? right? We show up for her and we teach her and we tell her and we live it every day 
right? With the support of our village, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But listen, you are great. You have love, right? You, your family loves you unconditionally. We ensure that she spends all the time with her friends. There are questions, there are difficult things that have come up that we've had to talk through with her. But he and I remain committed to her wellness, mm-hmm. her, um, being comfortable and confident with how unique the situation may seem to her. So for me, um, as she grows, as she develops, the number one thing for me is for her to really believe that no matter how different you may seem in any way, not just based on our different kind of family setup, but anything at all in life, as you grow, as you get older, you have what it takes. And if ever, this is something that we tell her all the time, and she knows this, if ever there's a time when you feel like, there's a there's a difficult thing or an uh, you know an obstacle that you need to overcome. You do your best at something, but if you steal, if you get in trouble for something, your mother and your father, you come to us for anything. Mm-hmm. Do not have any fear. Like we will show up for you first, and we are going to be there for you. Right? I want her to always always know that. You could have done the worst thing out there. Run to mommy and daddy. Yes. We are there for you with open arms. We love you unconditionally. Right. Right. We'll deal with the repercussions or the implications of whatever action you've taken after. Don't right? just don't ever be afraid. Don't ever I be tell afraid. my children the so same thing. Those are the kinds of don't things that... Don't be afraid that to come to me because at the end of the day... It's me. I will always have your back. Yeah. And so that's 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 kind of the conversations that we've been having uh, more recently. So for me, it's for her to... Be confident, always feel love. I think we have been doing an excellent job at her feeling love. I mean, if there are times when, you know, there are situations that she has to work through. And, you know, it's funny because if you see how we get when there's any problem at all, all over it with her. So, yeah, for her to be confident, for her to feel safe with us, for her to know that this big village that is always there when times are good, we will show up the same way, you know, if there's ever um, a bad situation for her to work through. That's certainly setting an excellent foundation for her, Michaela. And I, and I definitely feel like, um, you know, that support and that constant showing up for her mm-hmm. is cultivating happiness. Absolutely. Joy in Absolutely. her life. Um, so I was reading an article as I always do. <laughs> Tell <laughs> and, me. And, um, this is a gentleman. This is, it was by a gentleman named Eric Barker. It was actually on the Time website because sometimes, um, I, I check that out from time to time. Mm-hmm. And it's talked about, talks, he was focusing on how to raise happy children. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he was talking about was creating happiness habits. Mm-hmm. Um, what he was saying as far as that is concerned is that even though, you know, um, acting habitually is super, is super easy when you're doing usually the wrong thing. Mm. Trying to create and follow and consistently act in a positive way yes. is not always easy. How do you get your child to, 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 to have these, this, this habit of, optimism and joy. I'm going to I'm going to challenge you on something Ayano. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what came to my mind when you shared that? One, I have this thought and feeling about human beings having to show up and always be on. happy or, mm-hmm. or 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 cultivating these daily habits that will 
bring happiness because I genuinely believe, um, I genuinely believe with every fiber of my being that it's okay to not be okay all the time. And if I'm having a moment where I'm not happy or I can't show up in, I just need to, I need to deal with that and yeah. I need to come back. I, I don't like, it's not comfortable for me to remain uh, with an outward expression of happiness. And you're dying inside. Just in order to show up like I have it all together in yeah, the moment, right? Yeah. So for me, again, and that's why I focus more on joy from within. So there are certain things that I believe um, I am also working on with myself and I'm trying to model that behavior for Skylar uh, around creating joyful habits or habits that stimulate um, more joyful thoughts and, and inner peace, right? So a lot of it for me is uh, looking outside of yourself and, your, and outside of your, your own situation, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And also I'm very big on, you know, um, how can you serve others, right? Mm. If you see somebody in a situation or let's say there's a disagreement, it's eight year olds, they fight, they quarrel, they argue yes. about things all the time. Yes. You know, they're becoming tweens. Mm -hmm. There are all these, these feelings and thoughts and, you know, like mini divas many times. Yeah. I will say to her, so there's always, oh, this friend did this and, you know, the rest of the, the group ganging up on that friend and how could, how could this one do that? And I'm like, I, I always challenge them. I'm like, girls, what, what do you think she's going through? You know, let's say it's Amy. Um, Amy, I don't know what Amy did. Amy cursed. Mm -hmm. okay. or, or Amy called, Amy called Ayana a name. Okay. So I always ask them, all right, so it, if we gang up on Amy though, how does that make Amy feel? Or what yeah. could Amy be going through? What could Amy be feeling? You know, there could be something that Amy's experiencing that we don't know on the outside. And I get that her behavior was not good. It was a negative um, behavior. However, mm -hmm. right, you have to think about how can you be there for her in this moment? Yes. I mean, it's it's just, for me, it's it's compassion, right? Empathy. Empathy. And looking for ways to serve others. Like, you just have to always go beyond yourself. And how do you teach a child empathy? I think it's modeling it, right? I think it's modeling that behavior. And of course, I am by no means perfect. I'm so far from it. Yeah. But I genuinely believe, and I, and I observe, um, Skylar's behavior, right? And I noticed that there are lots of great things that she emulates from her dad and from me based on our strengths. And of course, we have different strengths. And so I believe that discussion, just talking with them, talking about things that are important, sacrifice and, and compassion and sharing and trying to think about what somebody else may be going through or how you can show up and help. Not only when your friend is able to be kind to you, not only when your friend or your cousin um, or even mommy is is in a good mood. Exactly. So that Taking is the type the of good thing. Taking the good the bad yeah, almost and, and, and helping them to understand that. Right. So that is kind of the approach I think about just really serving others, sometimes through sacrifice and doing things not only for your benefit, right? Yes. Not only for you to gain from it. I mean, it's a big lesson, you know. Yeah. You know, it's a big lesson, but that I believe, um, modeling it primarily. Okay. And, um, so I was referring to that article and one of the other things that Eric mentioned mm -hmm. was as parents, we need to have to be, we have to be happy ourselves. Ooh, we have to get happy so that our children 
don't live in an mm. environment where there is whether it's discord or depression oh, yes. and i'm by no means guys i'm not saying mm. that you know you're gonna, we're gonna always walk around with a freakish grin and pretending to be happy like you don't you're not going to do that because um sometimes the, the, the frown will be will be that will yeah. be, your face will be yeah. in a frown you know yeah. you will not always be happy as Michaela said but it's how you choose to respond to the situation how you cope with it so you know we, which we're definitely working on trying to teach our children coping skills for sure but um how you feel about the position that in order to create a happy home or a joyful child yeah. you yourself have to have that joy as well yeah well you mentioned earlier right like things that you do to cultivate happiness and for me again digging deeper and looking at the situation from within i would say i have to be at peace inside right um i have to you know the saying you can't pour from an empty cup yeah, man. right and it's a fact like a sister of mine said that used to say that to me all the time and I'm realizing that more and more every yeah. single day this it's, year. It's, it's so hard to to balance everything, to stay on top of everything. You, you are an individual. You are, you, Ayana, you yeah. are a wife, you're yeah. a mom. You serve in many different ways. You, you have your career. There are many things that you have to do, right? But I know it took me a long time to figure out what are the things that I need to fill me up so that I can be a better mother. Mm -hmm. No, when I, and I have to invest in my relationships. So my friendships, um, my relationships with my siblings, my family, those things are very important to me. Yes. In fact, my friendship with Skylar's dad is also very important to me because it just makes everything smooth. We don't always get it right, but right. all of those relationships, all of the people that I interact with, like that for me, um, really helps a lot to cultivate that. And I literally, I take time, I unwind. Like I am very blessed to have really, really strong friendships. I have a lot of girlfriends who show up for me. They're a part of my village and not showing up for me only as a mom or as a, you know, aunt or godparents to Skylo, but really being there for me and what I may need, you know, like you really need a glass of wine this evening. <laughs> like, really, stop. Stop work for a while. Or we are going to the beach. Or we're doing this. And yeah. this is about you, you know. Um, that's important. My friends, a, a very close sister friend of mine showed up and surprised me on my birthday. It was so emotional. And for Skylar, like, she saw me, like, just crying and hugging my friend. Like, I invest in relationships. Um, and I found that when, when I keep doing that, and I keep watering the grass for those it's not a lot, but the few people that show up for me like that, I find that I feel like I can handle anything. Yeah, I feel like I can support. handle anything. And I'm going to be honest. So my faith also, I believe in God and I've seen God work in my life. I think that also shows me that I don't have to take everything on because there's a greater being at play for me here. And that has been proven and tested in my lifetime. And so I have this sense of contentment is it yes absolutely that, so it doesn't matter come what may like yeah. i know that i will be taken care of yes right um by god and by the people that he has placed in my life i look at my relationship with you like it's amazing how we were just drawn to each other the things that we share the things that i've learned from you like those things help me along you don't understand like there are days when my conversations with you or my time that i spend with you have really poured into me and just lit me up and 
helped me to go. It, 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 may, it, it may have made Skylar have a better day. Yeah. It may have made my team at work have a better manager mm-hmm. that day. Like those things are important. Spending time, self care. People talk about self care all the Girl, time. Girl, we need to do that episode on self care. No, I am <laughs> honestly. Sometimes I just stop. But yeah. I also, it makes me feel really good to pour into other people. Yes. So whenever I do that, and not people that are close to me, the people who are, I don't know that well, but you can sense a need for something. Yes, Like yes. those things make me feel very good in myself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, looking for purpose again outside of your own yes, gain yes. right so those things keep me going i love to have a good time i love adventure when i slow down and i just do something it is really good like i'm revved up again i can function i can mm-hmm. yeah so and and that that goes back to the first thing that you not the first thing but what you just said you cannot pour, pour from an empty cup from an empty cup and getting that Vega, that vim and that mojo back, you know. And you know what, so Ayana? It doesn't have to be anything grand no, either. You it know, can you be know, a break from you the know computer. what I do? Like I sit in nature and I just look at the trees yes. and the clouds and the birds like yes. every day. Like I just sit and I do that. And I show Skylar that too. Like I just take a moment and I be still. It's so funny that you say that because one day, I mean, you know, your life is busy work. You have um, your stuff doing and all the other demands. And all the time when I wash the dishes, I will look out, I will look out at the yard, you know? And I would, and I know that, and I know that I have a very active imagination, Mm. even now as Mm -hmm. an adult. Mm -hmm. And I really think it's important to have that mindset of curiosity maybe not mm. in the way that mine would show up so yeah. I would look at the trees or the tree stumps or the clothes and I can see other shapes in wow. them or faces wow. and I would call Imara and I'd call her like Imara are you seeing a meerkat in that tree Imara's stump like, and she's looking at no, me like <laughs> mommy um can you show me that meerkat again because I've not seen it you know yeah. so so my thing is you, you have to take a break you have to sometimes just Stop yeah. and just know that yeah. hey, it's not that yeah. serious. I and I literally sometimes I just do like deep breathing for like a minute. Yeah. Like I just inhale you with my to. breath and I exhale and I just you know you know what I particularly love about nature and just just to touch on that self care piece right is that you notice how the trees. They just stay still. They're grounded, you know. Like they sway with the wind. Mm-hmm. Come what may, mm-hmm. they are grounded. Yeah. And I always a try hell to look of a metaphor at, or for life. No, hell seriously. Of a metaphor for life, it's, man. It's a thing, and I try to every time I'm flustered or I have too much happening in my mind because I I go really fast, right? I I try to slow down my driving. If I'm driving, for example, I'm like, okay, Michaela, you don't have to push it yes. at one ten today. Yeah. Um, you're not late for a meeting. Skylar doesn't have an activity right now. Try. Like honestly, yeah. I drive really fast, and I'm just like, okay, try to drive at fifty because yeah. you you don't have a meeting. It's so funny when you, you say that because I walk very fast when you're too, and I have to be like, yeah, okay, chill. yeah, yeah. You're when, not in New York. When you're driving at fifty, look. At all the trees. Look yeah. at how grounded they are. Look how they're swaying in the wind, right? Look at the clouds move. Like, isn't that cool? And just that um, activity just kind of gets me grounded. Centered. Yeah, man. Calm. Yeah, man. Agreed. Definitely. All right. So another thing I wanted to ask you about, you know, because we're still talking about the kids. And oh, yeah. And of course, we know um, that we definitely contribute to how they how they are going to be as persons now mm-hmm. and of course in the future mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about emotional intelligence and mm-hmm. how that 
contributes to creating a joyful person or a person who is choosing yeah. joy. Who yeah. will choose joy first? Yeah. yeah. How do we do that as parents? What, what, what do you think? What's your take on that? All right. So for me, what comes to mind is to be, okay. So kids, again, I think this is kind of similar to what I said before in terms of confidence and self-esteem is important, right? And if you are, if you have a high self-esteem, then it is much easier for you to manage challenges when they come. So for me, it is in my mind when the challenges do come every day with Skylar, it's how can I help her to navigate the situation so that she shows up in such a way that she's not bothered by the storms, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know if I'm answering it. So also letting her know that um, <clears throat> you don't have to be disappointed with things, right? Um, you can stay on top of any situation once you're okay. So something that I always say to her is, Sky. You know, if you are okay with something, that's all that matters. I said, you, you, you can listen to your own self. Yes, right? listen to yourself. Listen, listen. And I, I teach her. To, I try to do that as well. I teach her to also listen for God's voice. And I say to her that you have to know in yourself, does this feel okay to me? Right? Um, whatever the situation is, whatever you have to deal with, if you have to make a decision or as the evening your friends and with relationships that you have, you're not always going to feel okay yes. about everything. Yes. And you, Skylar, have to make that decision. I say to her, how do you feel? And I touch, I touch her um, chest and I always say, how do you feel? How do you feel in your heart? How does it feel to you in your gut? What do you, what, what, what is the thought that comes to your mind? Um, can you hear God speaking to you about something? I ask her those things because I want her to know that, uh, for me, that is cultivating um, emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. right? I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if, if that's the right way or the correct um, term, but for me, that is an important uh, way to channel that process so that when the storms come, right, come what they may, you know that this is how you navigate. This is, this is how you, this is, you are centered around yourself yes. because again, you possess what you need. Uh, you have your own moral compass, mm-hmm. right? This is not about what mommy or daddy thinks or feels, right? This is not about what Amy or Sue believe you should do, believes, sorry, right? This is about how Skylar feels, right? People will come at you, Ayana, with their own noise, with their chaos, with their own expectations of how you should show up, what you should be like. The world is a very noisy place. And I want her to know that in good times and in chaos if there's pandemonium it doesn't matter if the whole world is going a particular way and you as an individual don't feel in your heart it doesn't feel good right in your own when you say it to yourself it doesn't resonate well um then you have to do what's best for you it's so good that you're telling her this because a lot of the times we forget that we life was a, was something that we learned yeah. learning to function learning to respond sometimes i think we forget that these are little people you know little yeah. children coming up and they're not going to have this natural response no. or ability to cause control themselves yeah. and it's and it's funny that you mentioned that you asked her you often ask her how does something make her feel mm-hmm. particularly if it might be something that 
other children might be doing. Everybody's going along with it. Influenced mm -hmm. by that. Because I have the same conversations with my son and I often tell him, I, I hmm. really try and say the same a lot. You are a leader. Don't be a follower. Oh, because yes. you may be very tempted to also chime in with the berating of another child mm -hmm. or being mean because everybody's doing it. But mm -hmm. you have to stop. And I love that you were saying that you would ask her, is this okay? Is this how I would want to feel? Yeah, yeah. And I say this to my children all the time because... You know, Casa will laugh and say, you know, I am a um, defender of the earth. I am poor people governor. I am always doing, yeah. I, I'm always accessible to people and listening to problems and, you know, you are like taking that. on <laughs> other people's <laughs> stress. But I don't know. Like, I remember that I, we were talking about this before we, mm -hmm. we, we came here today. Yeah. Just always in how I am as a person is I don't like to see when people are taken advantage You're of. You're the voice of the people, Ayanna. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's something that really, really doesn't sit right with me when I see someone being taken advantage of. Yeah. And I often say to my children that mm. you have to remember in yourself that if something is going wrong or your other friends might be doing something that mm -hmm. your conscience tells you is mm -hmm. wrong, do not be afraid to say, no, exactly. I am not going to do this. Or guys, you need to stop. Exactly. You can't hurt this person in this way. Mm -hmm. You can't behave in the manner that you are behaving in. Because at the end of the day, I really feel that they have to be able to also stand their ground in Absolutely. situations and don't be as e and it's easier said than done you know of course because you want we to go along with the crowd <laughs> you want to go along with the crowd a lot of the time because it's easier mm -hmm. to go in the opposite Status director mm -hmm. sorry opposite direction mm -hmm. is often a challenge mm -hmm. because then it, it might yes. ruin relationships prevent you from achieving opportunities but at the end of the day as corny as it sounds mm -hmm. If you cannot stand up for something, you'll mm -hmm. fall for anything. I and that's and that's, I try to teach my children that absolutely because they're that, accountable that, for your actions, right. and and that also helps to bring about that and create that confidence that you were talking about that yes. you try to instill in, in Skylar because mm -hmm. that confidence I think helps to also contribute to mm -hmm. that joy, absolutely Whether that inward joy, and ultimately that place of peace that I know I want for my children. Yeah. I want them to be in a place of peace ultimately. That is my ultimate goal. I know some people say, yeah, I want my children to be happy. I want them to be successful. I want, I want them to be okay on too, the inside. But I want mm -hmm. them to be at peace with them mm -hmm. and the choices that they've made mm -hmm. knowing that they have the support and the continued support of of the, the people around them, which will be me and their dad. You know, Ayana, as you said that, another thing that came to my mind is sometimes it can get very difficult for our children to show up as themselves, even in uh, the home, right? Absolutely. Because you have to, you're, they, like Skylar Social tends to do that, right? Social is one of the things that influence that too. Yeah, that's true, right? So Skylar is also, she defends daddy a lot, defends mommy, um, but she, she, she will wear the emotion um, and carry. She's, she thinks that she has this responsibility. And so we have to teach her that, hey, we're adults. Like, 
we're we good. This. You focus on you. How how does this situation feel to you? Yeah. Right. Um, so that's important for them because it's a lot coming at them, right? Of course, mommy, it is. daddy, sibling, um, YouTube influencer, yes. and even um, just riffs in your relationship, whether yeah, it is yeah. in a marriage that I, that I, like yeah. I am in, or yeah. you in a in co-parenting, co-parenting situation. Yeah. Yeah. There is go- you're not always going to see eye to eye, and but you that know what? and that sometimes can frustrate the children. But that is so important for them to see. You know, it's the most important thing that they need to see. Though they need to see their parents and their loved ones disagree. They also need to see their parents and their loved one uh, make up. Yes, right? forgiveness. Forgi- okay, that's the critical. big word because you disagree with people all the time. Mm-hmm. As you say, you disagree with your husband, you disagree with you. Whoever, I disagree with, with my uh, co-parenting partner many times, you know, but you have to always come from a place of love. Yeah. You have to, yo, forgiveness, the, that F word is so critical, yes. right? So I don't get worried about the child seeing you in that state, right? I mean, once it's done respectfully, once yeah. you, I mean, you know, don't spiral out of control, yeah. but it's healthy for them to see disagreements, yeah. but it's so much more important for them to see how you pull it back together. Yes, right? absolutely. And if, again, so my, my point around the 19, the thing we were talking about earlier is, you know, sometimes we get so into ourselves, right? And we feel so self-righteous because yeah. the other person wronged you. And they, you know, in your eyes, you're, you you have no contribution to this um, disagreement. The other person is 100% wrong. Yeah, the child I'm, is never, I'm on, never wrong. You're never he's, wrong, right? He's always wrong. <laughs> right, but I'm saying, look for that 0.5% that you can be accountable for, right? You remember your modeling behavior mm-hmm. for these children, mm-hmm. right? Okay, is your husband, right? He's the one that is, he is in the wrong 99.5% of the time. But imagine, imagine you taking the high road and you're saying, hey, I am wrong for 0.5%, but maybe it's hard for him to come out and apologize. Or maybe he just really can't mm-hmm. see it. But modeling that behavior to Imara and Sally you now to say, you know what? I was wrong, honey, because I did this, that, that, that. This was my role that I played. I am sorry. What can I do to make it up? And, you know, you work it out. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that is the important lesson. That's what we're teaching them that it doesn't matter who is wrong, you know. Yeah. It doesn't matter who is wrong, but love, compassion, forgiveness, those things, you can't go wrong with them. Right. And that's, that would certainly be, I think, the overarching um, message there would be helping them to build and maintain their and relationships with those who guess they're what, closest Ayano? to. When you take that road, right? When you take the high road, when you are accountable for your 0.5% of the wrong that yeah. you did, right? And you're going up against the other person, the 99.5% doing wrong. The thing is, you feel so good afterwards yeah you feel like a weight comes off you feel great you know the communication lightens up the space the energy in your home it's just it's just great and and, and i'm telling i'm sure energy in your home is so important for for the for for what for we're talking about the the good energy in the home of course and 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 i said again so my daughter lives in two homes and for us it's we've gone through periods where we had we didn't we weren't always aware of what we were giving off to her right um so just in the way that you say good morning just yes. in the way that you light up or you don't yeah. right your your body children can really sense energy you know yeah. they can really sense no energy we, so, they can they can and, in such a way that we do not even understand and they know when it's not genuine it's not coming from um the right place 
Right, my daughter is—I don't know. She has like a strong spirit of yeah. discernment. She taught Trying me. She taught her dad and I that you know. Yeah. So like she will, she will say to us, um, you know, uh, dad will come and and drop off or something, or he'll be saying something, but I'm preoccupied, right? Whatever he's saying, and she she will, you know, he'll leave and she'll say, "Mommy, daddy was speaking to you about something, <laughs> and you did not look up at him. Wow. You responded to him or you answered, but you didn't look up, and it's like you weren't really listening when he was speaking to you." And I had to, like, I had to check myself. And there are other situations that she's commented on yes. like that. And I'm like, whoa. So sometimes, you know. And you know, so when the picnic yeah. did that, you know, you're like, what's your little oh, girl? She, yeah, man, she can sense anything. Yeah. And, and, and so for us, no, I know that when we are genuinely, um, in a good place with how we relate with each other as parents, it really is better for her. Right. Because yeah, if I try to the environment fl- is so yeah, impactful yeah, man. on how you just conduct yourself. Yeah. So that get, so don't feel bad. Right. That you have to be the one that reaches out, that forgives over and over and over again, that you have to be the one. Like the fact that you are able to look at any situation through those lens, that you have that perspective means that you are equipped yes. to, to make the move. Right. Yeah. And I always think about the fact that every seed that I am planting today with Skylar is contributing to the adult that she's becoming. Yes. And every day, sometimes when I have to restrain myself (laughs) from flying off the handle. It's hard. Like the other day, I like lost it because Imara let the dog eat up our goggles again. This is like the the second or third time the dog has eaten her swim, one of her swimming things. Mm. And I'm just like, Imara, come on. Like, mm. where is your conscience, man? Mm. Because it's almost like you don't understand. You have to take care of your things. Yeah. And I went into this long tirade and told her, you know, you have to be respectful and you have to understand that your parents are working hard to make sure that you get these things. And she started to cry, yeah. but not because of my... um I don't think it had a lot to do with with, with my um complaining and shouting. Mm-hmm. The, the consequences of the actions, which was taking away the mouse so mm-hmm. she couldn't play her game, oh. that was the biggest, biggest thing for her. So I'm trying to also, even though we're trying to build the environment of happiness, joy, positivity, and all of that, mm-hmm. they have to understand have to that. Balance. Yeah, man. So there has to be so consequences for the bad behavior too. One of the things that I learned really early on in parenting, and I learned this from an amazing person, Dr. Barry Davidson. He taught Stefan and I that in parenting, you have to have the perfect balance between love and discipline. Mm-hmm. He taught us that you can't have love. You can't love the child without disciplining them. And you can't discipline the child without loving them. He says, if you love the child too much, then without discipline, you'll spoil them. Right. And if you discipline the child too much without loving them, then you won't cultivate that harmonious relationship as parent and child. Yeah. And so every day, right, you have to kind of think about the situation. All right. Okay. How do I discipline? Right. Without being too harsh. So how can I show up um, to Imara in this situation? So she knows mommy loves her, but a part of mommy loving her is discipline, disciplining her in this way. Yeah. So for me, I'm very big on, you know, like uh, punishment shouldn't be something that makes you feel afraid or ashamed or isolated. Right. It needs to, be, they have to understand that, hey, um, 
this isn't how I should have handled the situation, right? I may have and been, as I may a be grounded. I may lose like no screen time, lose my yeah. device. But it's not for them to, you know, like hold up and, and, mm-hmm. and for them to feel be afraid. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's conversation, knowing your child. When right? I tell you, my daughter is not moved. She will <laughs> not be moved. Oh, gosh. She looks at me and she goes, well, I've survived two weeks without the mouse before. All right. So that means I can do it. I was thinking, I can like, wow. Imara is like, I, I, I know, I know. She how... don't respond. She yeah, don't it's business. funny. It's funny. But, um, so guys, we are going to wrap up here. But I think the prevailing point from this conversation is striking a balance. Yeah. As we try and be the best parents that we can be and create the future humans, future people, you know, hopefully well-adjusted little people, big people as they grow into adulthood um, and try to be as responsive and also as conscious uh, as far as parenting is concerned, because it is not easy. And at the end of the day, as um, both Michaela and I were saying, you know, I would certainly want to have children who are at peace with themselves and know that they are always supported by their parents. And I know, Michaela, you had touched on trying to ensure that your daughter knows that she has a, understands that she has a confidence and is able to make it through whatever life Life throws her away. In addition to that, Ayana, you know, it's so important for us to leave space for our children. I will talk about that because I believe that 100%. So again, you know, we talked about we can really impose our own ways on them and it is critical for us to step back and give them enough space, right? I mean, this is different. How you and I were raised, my parents were... Totally different. (laughs) They were not of this mind, right? But it's something that I'm trying to unlearn because our children are unique, right? They they are not us, right? And you have to step back and allow them to To be be. who they are. Yeah. And it's hard. It's sometimes hard because you want them to just fit this mold. But I have to catch myself and be like, no. You have to be deliberate about... Let her be herself. Let her be who she is. Let her choose the outfit that he is. That you wouldn't want her to wear to to the party. Let her choose the outfit. You know, just let her be like... You have to allow them to be who they are. And in addition to that, really, really do a lot with them, be present with them, right? Especially, I mean, you and I share a lot on work and work life. And is there really such a thing? Are we really balancing, right? And we we, we pull on each other a lot, but being present with them and creating memories that last forever. So that is something that I try to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's it's something that is important. It will stay with them. The experiences and the memories that we create, that, those are the things that really help to shape them for tomorrow, yeah. right? Because time flies. I was talking um, just this morning to Skylar's aunt and her dad in separate conversations, and I was saying to both of them that, guys, we only have maybe seven summers left at home with these kids. So if you look at it that and way, before you're queen, that I know, seven summers, yeah. right? Because every day we get up, we yeah. go to work, they go to school. Seven summers. We my have son, seven my son summers is be left. Twenty in seven summers, okay? Exactly. 20. So we need to, like, we have to be deliberate about stopping being present and creating moments, right? Yeah. Forget some of the material things sometimes yeah. and invest in the moments, Pop the adventures. Popcorn, yes. Three hundred dollars at the supermarket. Yeah. Yes. Those spring, are the things. Spring, spring, in there. Those Pop are the some things. Popcorn, go watch some food network. Those are the don't things. Cost you nothing, barely. You Just know sit how excited they get. Listen, my children, mm-hmm. popcorn is like a thing. Mm-hmm. They love it. 
Yeah, do you know, the things with them. Things, do the things with them. Things. And sometimes I must tell you that I want to have grand experiences. Those are and, good too, but you may learning. not be able to always do yeah, them. Man, I'm really learning from their dad as well. That yeah. you know, sometimes we can just slow down and we can go 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 by a river and just look and walk. Listen, take off our shoes I and have, walk. I have the river. to give you one little joke. So, Skylar wanted to. I don't know, remember go somewhere and I was so tired I couldn't and you know what I did Ayana I just pulled out a blanket and put it on our our veranda and we were just stargazing and she thought it was the best thing ever but I'm just there lying down Dying like and oh, okay. I'm just resting here now <laughs> and it was like oh my gosh slick, mommy when are we going slick. stargazing I again love that, no, like yes so girl funny. but I just I got but all the candles listen, I just lit them Michaela, that I just creativity the and that's amazing girl. and I was like I know resting. you can take it to our next step no then, look up some little <laughs> constellations and be like hey baby that's big okay, dipper you're giving me work like, today like, no no I'm telling you I did I'm that kidding. with Mara and she's like oh, all over big dipper a little bit dipper and showing her like the constellations and they're like what that's what everything oh everything so guys small things yep. parenting is like the hardest job you'll ever do let's, ever. Not, let's not get it twisted <laughs> and we sound like we have it together and we, we don't. don't we don't know nothing <laughs> every day is a day every day is a learning Gosh. the children throw you some curveballs but you just have to I would do it all dope. over again yeah. even in my unique different kind of family setup I love it I yeah. really do on my worst Being day mother I is, love it I mean my children are a source of inspiration yeah. and also laughter yeah. oh yes no man they crack me up with some of the things that they say and mm. do like are they're so memorable and yeah. I want to encourage you all who are listening to just know that you can just only do your best Mm. Put your best out there, you know, when it comes to raising your children, because sometimes you will not, not, I don't even want to say sometimes you'll never get another shot at it, really and truly. And trying to mend a broken relationship Mm. with a child is probably one of the hardest things I'm sure anyone would have to be able to do, you know? Yeah. Folks, so like we said, none of us have it all together, but we certainly know it's a work in progress. And at the end of the day, we really want to try and create happy people, happy humans, and people who will know that they're always supported and always have the love of their parents. Michaela, thank you so much for coming through. Always a great conversation. You know, you and I can chat for hours. <laughs> Certainly. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Ayana. And I love this. I love what you're doing. It's so real. It's so needed. And I'm sure that you're shaping a lot of lives. So I love it. Appreciate it, honey. The necessity of joy, folks. Talk to you guys again soon.